It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Locked On Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson. So great to have you here with us today. What a fun show we've got planned for you as Duke men's basketball lands another commit in the class of 2024, a five-star, Con Knipple commits and becomes the third member in that class of 2024. And we're going to discuss what it means with our good buddy Brandon Jenkins, who's a recruiting insider for 247 Sports. If you have not done so already, please be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast for free wherever you get your podcasts. Also, make sure that you watch us on YouTube each and every day. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Your support continues to mean so much to us here at Lockdown Blue Devils. Without further ado, let me bring on my good pal, Brandon Jenkins, who joins us here on the show today. And Brandon, as uh, Duke basketball likes to say, they got themselves another one. Another one. It's like the rich (laughs) continue to get richer, right? Yes, absolutely. Fired up about this one. Con Knipple commits to Duke. He's the third member in the class of 2024. For a lot of people, we're consumed by the start to this football season. Duke football is 3-0 and to start the year. Another game coming up this weekend at UConn, expecting to go to 4-0 with the big game coming up against Notre Dame. In years past, we're all about these commits because we get a lot of them in basketball, but the football program hasn't been that great. It's an entirely different uh, program under head coach Mike Elko. That's a whole other discussion. Point being, I think this commit kind of caught us off guard because we were just so consumed by other things. Absolutely. No, uh... It was a wild night last night. And first of all, congratulations on the 3-0 start. I know that's <laughs> I know me in Texas, we take football for granted. So y'all being the basketball school, um, I know, you know, probably the campus in Durham is pretty lit right now. So congrats <laughs> on that. But uh, yeah, yesterday was pretty wild um, just because, well, for starters, nobody really knew his time frame. He really kept a tight lip recruitment. I mean, we knew who, like us analysts, we knew who were like the schools that were involved. Um, we knew Virginia was in there. We knew he had a good Alabama visit. We knew Duke would be in there because they're Duke, of course. Um, you know, he's been to Marquette like 15 times. So we had a, a good feel for who was involved, but we didn't know the time frame. The dude is never on social media. So, I mean, like, it just came out and, you know, it, it, it kind of like it, it was really surprising because it, it, it was it was surprising that he even used social media because we just thought that it was a dude who just – was oblivious to it but like you know if you're a Duke Blue Devils fan you have to be happy that he did it in the way that he did it because surprising news coming like you know and like I said the rich get gets richer I mean that's conking up with the best shooter in the country so yeah no we're we're excited about what he's going to bring to this team and we'll talk a little bit more about that break him down as a player it's interesting that you say that however because here we are in 2023 talking about class of 2024 players and you're mentioning the fact that right away he's someone who just doesn't really use social media. How big is that these days and how much more difficult does it make it for recruiting insiders like you when you have zero idea uh, what they're posting or, or those sort of things? Absolutely. Well, uh, I guess from Duke's perspective, I can answer this in two ways. So from Duke's perspective, um, you have to love it if you're 
their coaching staff because you know, like in this day and age where social media is so prevalent um, in society, especially with you know younger people like yourself and me, and you know the dudes that are coming, you know, behind us. Um, you know, these dudes really pay attention to the TikToks, the Instagrams, the, uh, the Twitters, or the X's, or whatever you want to call it. Like, um, so for him not to really be engaged in any of that stuff, that kind of is a good indicator that he's really focused on the game of basketball. This is a dude who really, you know, loves what he does. He comes from great genes. I think his mom and his dad both played and were very successful at the Division One level. Um, and then he's also a dude who who cares about his brothers. I don't know if you saw the picture of him yeah. uh, with his brothers on the visit. Like, you have to bank on dudes who are about the right things, who are about family, and who, you know, just love the game of basketball. And, you know, if you check his stats – on the EYBL, he was a 50, he was a, he was flirting with 50, 40, 90 numbers. And you could just tell that, you know, the, like when you watch him play, the work that he puts in is very evident. He's really skilled. And so um, when you get a player like that, who's not really focused on the glitz and glamor of what the game can provide for him, but is actually focused on the actual game. You know, that's somebody that you have to be excited about. And that's somebody that definitely can help you win. Cause I would imagine in so many ways, okay, I take a visit to Duke. I post about my visit to Duke or another just top tier program in the country. It's impossible for every school to see everything at once. But if you see one of the top guys on a visit to Duke, it probably triggers something in the coaching staff's brain. Like we should probably be talking to this player. Absolutely. And then that kind of picks up the recruitment on their end. Whereas Khan seems like he's just all about basketball and you could even speak to his skills and ability that he's not worried about those things. He's not worried about, oh, I need to be posting that this is where I'm going, so I stay front of mind for these coaching staffs. He's just like, yeah, every time I take the hardwood, I know that they're going to know who I am. Absolutely. I mean, and it's crazy because, I mean, we noticed this trend on Instagram or on Twitter when these kids take the visits, and they're like, hashtag not committed. And it's like a bunch of these posts. He's not committed, not committed. <laughs> he's the only one who made one post who said he was actually committed <laughs> on his visit. So, you know, shout out to him for being different. And I think that speaks volumes to, you know, the type of like the type of dude that he is. I think he's going to be a potential leader. You know, he may not be the best Duke's best player their you know, their star player in these next three years or their first option offensively. But I guarantee you he'll be a key contributing piece that's loud and he's an all conference talent. So, um, you know, that, like I said, those are the things that you just got to bank on, man. That kid is solely focused. He's, he's mature beyond his years, and he knows what's really important. Why now? Why at end of September, senior year of high school, why, why do you think now that the commitment decision was made? And I'm just taking a guess here because yeah. uh, I have no idea. But I know it's important for, for some of these dudes to get the, the recruiting process over with. Um, but I was initially told that Khan was going to take – you know, uh, his fair share of business, which I think he has. I, I think he, he's taking a lot by this point. He's just, just not posting about him. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I know he saw Virginia. I think he may have saw Virginia twice. Um, I know he's been to Alabama. And then, like I said, Marquette, Wisconsin. Like, he's been to he's been to his fair share of schools. And but clearly he's been to Duke because he's repping the gear and putting absolutely. it on. <laughs> absolutely. And so I, I think my thing is, I think the biggest thing is that he really didn't want to go into a senior high school season just being uncommitted and having to deal with the uh, the stresses of the recruiting process. So now he has a decision that he's comfortable with and, you know, he's bought into the brotherhood. And so uh, I think he's very at ease with his choice. And now he gets to focus on, you know, winning a Wisconsin state title with Wisconsin Lutheran. So who in the world is Con Knipple? We call him the first or the premier shooter in this recruiting class from the state of Wisconsin. 
Not very often is he posting on social media. Who is he? What type of a player is he? And we'll discuss some of those things after our first time out here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils. Lockdown Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at LinkedIn. As these days, every new potential hire can feel like such a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to make sure that you get it right, and you want to make sure that you are 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Lockdown Blue Devils here today, also brought to you by our friends over at DoorDash. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood to boost your local economy with each and every order. Want even more value? You can save all of your grocery and restaurant favorites with a zero delivery dollar fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% up to a $20 no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Moving forward here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils, J.J. Jackson alongside my pal Brandon Jenkins. So, all right, man, we're talking about this newest commit for Duke basketball. Con Knipple commits to the Brotherhood, posts on social media last night, the oldest of five. He's got four brothers. They were all featured in his posts. There are Duke fans already posting that maybe this is our next version of the Plumley family because we're imagining that they're all going to be top premier basketball players themselves. So who in the world is this basketball player that just committed to Duke? The best way I can explain this is through a story. So um, in April of last year, April 2022, I got sent to uh, an event in Mequon, Wisconsin, so a suburb outside of Milwaukee. And uh, it's the event that kicks off the grassroots season in the Midwest. And so I was getting a chance to get an initial look at a bunch of the prospects in the 24 classes, I think 2024, possibly 2023, I think something like that. But I was really focused on 2024 this weekend. And uh, Khan was in our ranking, in our initial ranking. And I interviewed him on his recruitment before I actually got a chance to see him play. And when I interviewed him, I went up to him. And the first question I decided to ask him was, what do, because you have all these high major offers at this point and you're only uh, a sophomore, um, what do college coaches really like about your game? And he gives me this look like, why the hell did you ask me that question? Like, <laughs> and so he, so he gives me this look and then he, I, give, I put my phone to him and he's like, well, um, obviously coaches know that, like the fact that I can shoot it. And I was like, and I'm, my, my initial reaction is like, yo, like, okay, are you that lethal of a shooter? Like, what's going on? And so the next day I watch him play and his team forces a turnover and it's him by himself on a breakaway. Now, usually if it's a breakaway one-on-zero opportunity, you know, you're taking a layup or you're going in for a dunk. 
Well, this dude decides to stop at the top of the key at the three-point line by himself on a <laughs> transition fast break and shoot it. And he nets it. It's just all net. And so me, I'm in the stands like, what? What, what was that? <laughs> and so I was like, yo, like, okay, that's the most wild thing I've ever seen. Well, he they forced another turnover, and it's him in the same situation, and he did it again. One on zero, just two threes back-to-back, just netted in transition when you're really supposed to take a layup or dunk. And then from that point on, I knew he was, he was the best shooter in the class. Like, nobody – Nobody can shoot it that well, and nobody has as much confidence in their shot to do what he did on that on that day. And ever since then, he has not made me look bad um, for vouching for him. This is a dude <laughs> who has extreme confidence in his game, but also do not sleep on the fact that he is a very high-level teammate. Um, he's an instinctual ball mover. Um, he knows how to play alongside, like, talent. And he's also efficient in the way that he gets to his spots and operates on the offensive end. Um, like I said, he's automatic from behind the three-point line. And also don't discount his defense. While he might lack foot speed and he's not the most athletic, he does guard uh, with a purpose. He guards with physicality. He has a very strong frame. And he's smart in the way that he takes angles. So this is a guy who's very fundamentally sound in his approach, but he gets a lot done. It's a uh, very substance over style-like. And uh, he has a lot of longevity in the game because his game is not predicated upon athleticism. It's predicated upon solely skill and like I said, the pedigree is undeniable with who his parents were in the game, too. You're somebody who watches a lot of circuit basketball, and you probably are known, Brandon, to hype up a player or two. So to your point, that's probably got to feel amazing that when you're hyping someone up like you are, that they actually deliver, right? When you're saying this is the best shooter, and then people can go watch things like you're referring to and be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely the case. He no, it's, top uh, shooter. I mean, no, it's pretty funny because uh, I think it was – I mean, at this time, I think Jay Lucas just took the job at Duke around this time, and we were just on the phone, and I was like, yo, like, I've seen the best shooter, like, in the 2024 class. His name is Con Knuppel. Like, y'all should probably take a look at him, and then we look up now, and he's committed to Duke. So, I, uh, you know, it was, it's pretty cool to see it all play out. But, no, uh, yeah, Con did the most amazing thing as a shooter – that I've seen since probably Trey Young was in high school. So, I mean, you know, take that for what that is. Absolutely. I mean, you look at some of the numbers that he's been able to put together, the percentages this past uh, EYBL season, unbelievable with kind of the work that he put in. 22.5 points per game, 5.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists, nearly 49.8% from the floor, 46.7% from three-point range. My goodness. Lethal. <laughs> Lethal. Khan is cold, man. Um, Khan is cold. And it'll just just imagine him playing alongside Duke talent. You know, that's the that's the thing that makes it really special about this kid. Uh, you know they're going to continue adding to this class. So um, just factoring in with him, with a young coaching staff, his confidence being high as it is, um, Duke fans have a lot to be excited about. No doubt about that. We're excited that he's joining this class of 2024, a pretty good class that's already been put together by John Shire and his coaching staff, including the likes of Jay Lucas. So let's kind of give you an overview of what that class is looking like with a couple of big targets still looming when Lockdown Blue Devils continues here in a moment. Lockdown Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. We talk about the NFL this time of year, and FanDuel is the absolute best. When you want to snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. 
That's a $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is just super easy to use, a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Moving forward here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils, J.J. Jackson alongside my pal Brandon Jenkins, uh, at bjenkins247 on Twitter. Tell us a little bit about your work. What can we expect from you over the next few days and weeks, Brandon? Absolutely. Just tracking commitments of the top prospects in the country. I think we have a few that's a, about to go down on 24-7, trying to get them locked in on our YouTube channel um, just to continue to promote you know, what they have going on. So I think, uh, you know, the fall is big on commitment season. And then I'm going to start tapping into the 2026 class in the South and uh, USA basketball is coming up. So that's always fun just to get a, you know, a detailed look at prospects when they're going against each other and, uh, you know, a highly intensified setting. So, yeah, I love that. So we'll talk a little bit more about this 2024 class now for Duke. That's got three commits uh, as Con Knipple is the third of the class now, joining uh, Darren Harris, who was the first member of this class. And we talk about the best shooters in the class of 2024. Darren Harris wants a little bit of love in that <laughs> conversation as well. So that's pretty special for Duke that they've got these two snipers on the squad. And then Isaiah Evans. These three players together kind of give us a breakdown of this class as a whole. Yeah, they got three wings committed. Um, you know, Darren Harris, He uh, he's a big wing who is – who has a good history of winning. Let's just say that um, he already knows how to play alongside like talent. So his transition to Duke will be seamless. And, you know, he's kind of one, one dimensional, but the thing that he does really translates in this day and age, when we're talking about the game of basketball, um, he shoots the late, he shoots the cover off the ball. Um, he's very reliable in that aspect and he brings great size for the position. Um, so he's one of those ideal multi-year type of dudes who should be able to buy him from the jump. I love that. What about Isaiah Evans? Now, this is a dude that I think we can look up 10 years from now and he can end up being probably the best player in this 2024 class just because he's the only dude I feel comfortable in, the only prospect I feel comfortable in who can get his shot off whenever he wants. Uh, you know, I hear the Brandon Ingram comparisons and it's very similar just with the way that they're built and they both can create offense instantly. Um, but the thing I love about Isaiah Evans is his high release point on his shot. He can really hit difficult jumpers just because he gets it off above his head. Um, he's very confident in doing so. And even when he goes about his business, he's willing to get others involved. Um, he's a great dump off passer. He has a great feel for the game once he gets two feet in the lane. Um, so this dude is just a bucket getter who can really get his game off whenever he wants. And I think there's something to be said um, when you always are comfortable taking a high degree of shots against the best competition in the country. Um, so, yeah, this this is a kid with star potential and, you know, Duke, Duke fans should be excited about him. I mean, you look across the country, looking at these three players in particular, Duke's got to feel pretty good about their class so far. Right. Like we, we think there are a couple of more big dominoes uh, that need to make decisions 
Some will go to Duke, some won't. That's just what happens each and every year. But just this start with these three players, up to par with what we've seen from John Shire so far, off a great class. I mean, how does these three parts kind of sum up together? Absolutely. It's a it's a different class and than years past just because, I mean, they're locked in on the wing position right now. Um, but at the same time, it kind of embodies what Shire is about. He's about getting talent. He got talented dudes that fit the program. You know, with Isaiah Evans, you're getting your your Jabari Parker, Jason Tatum mode, where you're getting a scoring wing, you know, in Conconnuple. You're getting your, your you know, elevated Matt Jones. I'm blanking right here. But, you know, a multi-year guy. Canard of yeah, yeah but a multi-year guy who's going to be a McDonald's All-American that will bring a lot to the table. And then Darren Harris, you get your – I, that's your sleeper pick right there. That's a dude who's all about winning, who will come up um, when it matters most that fans should, you know, get familiar with, even though he might not serve a big role at first, he might emerge later on. And so, you know, you just got everything that fulfills the need of the brotherhood within this class. Um, and at the same time, the talent level is high. I mean, it isn't a Duke recruiting class if the talent level is not high. No kidding. So Patrick Ngaba II is another name that we're talking about a lot right now. High school teammates with Darren Harris. Uh, there's also a player by the name of Cooper Flagg that everyone <laughs> in the world wants to kind of talk about. I mean, how how confident do you think Duke fans should feel that, that John, uh, John Shire can kind of get the job done and continue to just put together a really awesome 2024 class? Well, I'll tell you like this. Uh, Duke had two wings committed and still managed to land one of the best wings in the country. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, usually when you got wings committed, it kind of shies yeah. commits away from from. Like, I want to go get mine. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't count Duke out for any of these dudes. We're talking to Pat, Dylan Harper, Cooper Flagg, VJ Edgecombe, like, why wouldn't Duke be the favorite for any of these dudes? I mean, they've proven that they can get it done and they're, they're reliable and relentless in trying to target the best talent in the country. And I think their approach won't change, especially when it comes to these four or five-star prospects. We've got uh, – I mentioned at the top how uh, how crazy it is that we've got Duke football uh, 3-0 so far. They're playing UConn this weekend, expected to go uh, 4-0 on the weekend. And our boy Cooper Flagg is on his official visit to UConn just so happens to be the week that Duke football right. is in town as well. So uh, the sort of uh, connecting and aligning the stars I'm there. I'm sure that was done on purpose. <laughs> I'm pretty – it had to be. So, I mean, how – how Cooper Flag? What, what's kind of the latest there, Brandon? Because this is obviously a player that Duke fans really, really want to get. Um, Absolutely. Well, you're seeing, um, you know, early on we heard that Duke was going to be in the lead for him, and I think that's still the case today, but – you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a top, he wouldn't be a top tier recruit if everybody didn't take their shot at him. So obviously UConn, that's the closest school that is deeply in the mix with him. They're gonna they're fresh off a national title. So pretty sure Hurley is coming in there with a lot of confidence. And uh he's gonna try to get it done this weekend, obviously pitching the winning history, but also um, you know, just the ways that he can use them. And I know he's probably gonna try to pitch the NBA background that UConn has themselves. So, um, you know, UConn is definitely taking a shot. We've, we've seen Kansas get Liam McNeely and Derek Queen on a visit. Both of those dudes are teammates with Cooper Flag at Montbert and very close to him as friends as well. So I'm pretty sure that they have tried to make their impression on him uh, through his friends. And now they're going to have a chance to make an impression when he takes his visit next month. And obviously Kansas is a big time basketball program. The fans are all into it. So, you know, Bill Self has been adamant about 
wanting him very bad. And, you know, he's going to he's going to pull out all the stops just to make sure that uh, he puts his best foot forward. Well, we're going to be following your coverage all along. That's for sure. Again, B Jenkins 247 on Twitter. Give us one more shout out for the work you've got for your teammates over there at 247. What do we need to know about the work you guys are up to? Absolutely. Just making sure that we're on top of it in terms of breaking commitments. And then our event coverage will slowly but surely start to ramp up as we kick into the fall. The high school season is coming up. So once these players get committed, it's time to update you on new ones that, uh, you know, potential Blue Devil fans will look to target in the years moving forward. We love that. Thanks for the time today, Brandon. We'll do this again soon, okay? Absolutely. I appreciate you having me. All right, that's Brandon Jenkins joining us here on this episode of Lockdown Blue Devils. That's going to do it for our show today. The Brotherhood got another one, and we're hoping to get more in the class of 2024. That'll do it for today's show. We'll be back with you on Monday. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you, and good day. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day